0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: This is NBA Today, hosted by Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles.
2: Coming up on NBA Today, the Lakers were feeling the heat at Staples Center until Russ and Malik Monk sealed it in OT. Was this the start of Westbrook's breakout? Big perk weighs in. And the East is a beast this year. Which team has made the biggest statement? And who is the player (laughs) making the the biggest (laughs) statement? Carter is here and will take you to the upper room for the best dunks of the week. This segment is all dunks and all amazing. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. Vince Carter joins us from Hot Lana. Kendrick Perkins weighs in? Yeah, yeah, I don't want to weigh
3: in. I don't want to weigh in. Keep the scale away from me. And Tanae
2: Agumake is with me in the studio. Brian Wynnehorst. After all that cake yesterday, huh? The cake was good. The cake was great. (laughs) The cake was good. But first, we gotta stop by Staples Center, y'all, where the Lakers were feeling the heat last night. So let's go there. Russell Westbrook, there he is, getting ready to face off against the Heat. Jimmy Butler, Tanae, left in the first half with a sprained ankle. Miami would be missing their star when it mattered down the
4: stretch. Let's hop to the fourth quarter here. Westbrook had
2: it going all night.
4: He did, and when he hits shots like this to turn around, fade away, you know it's going to be a good night for the Lakers, and guess who loves it? LeBron James. LeBron James. 27 (laughs) seconds
2: left. Heat with the ball.
4: Tyler Hero, he was hot, but... Oh! Oh. and this is why you get P.J. Tucker. Those who want it the most plays can truly steal the momentum of games. But, homer,
3: you see P.J. looking skinny. That's why you ain't going to get up there. Hey, you know about you that big Yeah, eight <laughs> seconds left. Lakers with one final shot.
2: Westbrook misses. A.D. tries to tip in. Can't quite get it to go, so this ha- game is headed to overtime. And that is when, Shanae,
4: Malik Monk entered the building. And I love this, because when it comes to the Lakers bench, we normally talk Carmelo, but put some respect on Malik Monk. An additional score... Great right off the dribble, crucial for the Lakers' depth. And look at that.
3: Takes his boy. Yes, Absolutely. Girl. He mm-hmm. had
4: a team-high
2: 27 points off the bench, too. So Kyle Lowry here turns it over. Lakers get out. Westbrook pushes the ball ahead. Look at this. Anthony Davis.
4: Mm, and tough. this is why the
2: Lakers are number one currently in pace in the NBA. Can't do that. 30 seconds remaining. Heat trailing by four.
4: Lowry. Bam out of bio. That's a
2: great hey, man real.
3: finish.
4: Yes, huge night for Bam trying to pick up the slack that Jimmy Butler, his lack of availability. Yeah, he struggled with fouls a little bit late, ended up fouling out. Tyler Hero, who had the
2: hot hand. Oh, if he caught that clean, we would have had double OT. A little yeah. bit of a defensive breakdown there for the Lakers, but they still were able to hang on, win it 120-117. So the Lakers won by three points in overtime for the second straight game and now have an NBA season-high three overtime victories. L.A. has been at its best in close games overall with a 5-1 record in games decided by five points or fewer. So it's time for the segment that is sweeping Mm -hmm. the globe. It's a movement. Perk tweets. (laughs) (laughs) Perk, what did you tweet after the game last night?
3: Best win for the Lakers this season, and best game for Russell Westbrook in the Lakers uniform. Carry the hell on.
2: Carry the hell
3: on. Yeah. So, so we yeah. know it's real, so mm-hmm. we know
2: it's serious. And yeah, a huge part of this game, right, a huge part of what went right for the Lakers last night was Westbrook showing up when they needed him the most. Working the game last night, it, it was really clear to me that when Russ, when it was really clear to me, right, that when, when Russ wasn't trying to be spectacular, when he wasn't trying to be a savior, when he doesn't have to be all of that, just be solid, he's reliable, that will take the Lakers far. And it wasn't perfect. He had eight turnovers, and the Lakers had a whopping 22. But Los Angeles has been working on slowing Russ down, decelerating, being smarter with his shot selection. But in flashes, when he wasn't trying to do too much, because one thing you certainly can't question is his want to win, he showed what he could be for the Lakers. And Westbrook and I chatted after the game. Can you walk me through when a player like Bam Adebayo is coming at you full speed ahead, your mindset, your mentality, what's your thinking when you set your body to take that charge?
0: Uh, just sacrifice your body, do whatever it is uh, that we need to win basketball games. And, uh, taking a the charge there was something that was needed for us, uh, a big stop for us, and you know, closing the game out. It's character building. It shows that we, we got a lot of fight, uh, that we don't give in, don't give up. Um, and that's, it's big for us, especially now going uh, to a stretch where we need to take care of business.
3: Uh, he played well tonight. You know, we had a conversation about what he wants to see from us so we can help him cut down the turnovers. Um, you know, and, and we talked about it in you know, the show tonight. So, um, we just want to, I mean, I say that, and he had eight, but... <laughs>
2: So after last night, Russ has now made 53 career game tying or go-ahead shots in the final minute of the game. That's the most in the NBA since he debuted in 2008-09 season. Come on. It's just ahead of Dame, LeBron, KD. So, Chene, we've talked a lot about Russell Westbrook in these chairs. What was your reaction to his performance last night?
4: I was very impressed. And I know a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Russell Westbrook, and i was freaking out when he had the, I forgot what you named that, like quadruple... Trouble. Quadruple <laughs> trouble. I did do that, didn't I? And yeah, there was another turnover, uh, you know, prone type of night, but then sometimes it works to your benefit. But there's one aspect that I did notice, and it was the Lakers, especially out of timeouts, their lack of execution that could have jeopardized them during the games. So again, when the game's on the line, they draw up a play. Typically, it's one of those things that, like, they've struggled with. And now, like, I guess the big caveat here is LeBron James is not on the floor. But if you think about the big picture, I like what Russ brings. Mm-hmm. That energy, this is a perfect insurance policy for the Lakers. When LeBron is out, you know, dealing with injuries, even Anthony Davis occasionally, you have someone that can galvanize the team and just put his head down and get a bucket, and he was able to do that.
3: Absolutely. You know what? I got a confession to make, okay? I'm guilty. Oh, I was I yes, yes, I stopped yes, myself. I stopped, yes, myself. I stopped yes, myself. Yes, no. I'm guilty. <laughs> (laughs) And I know better. And here's why. Championships are not won in December. Championships are won in June. And I became prisoner of of, of the moment because, you know, I criticized the Lakers. And watching the game last night, you know what I realized is that the Lakers are going to get everyone's best shot. Yes. Everybody wants to beat the Lakers. I know they're not the defending champions, but they do have six future Hall of Famers on their roster, right? And so when I look at Russell Westbrook, one, I'm happy that he had the confidence to take that elbow jump shot, that turnaround off of one leg. Mm. And look, with his turnovers, I get he's going to correct that. That comes with them playing together. You know, we, we talk about his turnovers, and I'm guilty of this, but I look at the play down the stretch on a fast break when he lobbed it up to AD, and AD went and got it and laid it Loved in. Loved it. I'm like... If he'd have had turnovers in his mind, he wouldn't have made that play, right? And this is why Russell Westbrook live off of why not. And I'm just mad at myself because I know what it is to be on a championship team and be on a contender team, and it's all about the marathon and not the sprint.
2: Yeah, well, and...
3: I'm not sprinting either, but I mean- <laughs>
2: You know I, I, mean, I mean, I wasn't going to say mm, it, but, all good. but look, I mean, Russell Westbrook showed a little bit of what, what he could do last night, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and Vince, I want to know what, what you sort of made of, of all of well, this when you were watching him. Let him go. Well, yeah. Let, don't let don't, no. stop. Hey, stop. Hey, don't, don't stop. Don't stop.
5: Because. Cause oh, cause there about that little, little, oh, there you go. I'm not up. There you go. What's up, Vince? Okay. we're talking what's about That little knot you got up there. I tried the tie I tried the tie I think I think with Russ playing well, they need Russ to, to kind of get himself going because it's going to be an interesting situation when LeBron comes back about touches and who's going to get the, the touches and where does he find his rhythm when he doesn't have the ball and, you know, who do you put him with so LeBron gets the touches and then Russ gets the touches. But per- I hear hear you what you say. It's, it's, a, it's not a marathon. I mean, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It makes sense. But you want to get the turnover situation in check now because- they're going to, like I said, they're going to see the, their best shot. They're going to constantly get, have teams coming after them, and they're going to constantly play in big games. And you don't want to turn the ball over coming out of timeouts. You don't want to just throw it over, and then you put yourself in having to win and play perfect basketball in the end. They're a very good basketball team. You're right, six Hall of Famers, but you're seeing progression. But I just want to see how things progress when LeBron comes back as far as touches come are to concerned.
2: Well, and that's what they're talking about as well. That's why we heard Anthony Davis say, right, Vince, so that he had a discussion with, with Russ with the guys saying, okay, how can we help you? Because to your point, Perk, chemistry is a part of it. It's not mm-hmm. just what Russ can do. It's how they can all sort of figure it out together. But Russ has also always been a little bit of a high turnover player just because of the True. amount that he's been touching the ball. Janae, I know there was something else that stood out to you from that game. What was it?
4: Yeah, and I think, you know, Vince sort of alluded to it, but the impact of LeBron James not being on the floor, they're going to have to figure that out and you know it's really fantastic when you think about the big picture like I'm here wearing my glasses and so I guess I gotta go nerd a little bit and and break it down if you look at that late in game scenarios where the Lakers are struggling out of timeouts and this is when the game's on the line a minute left you see that they have not had a good possession they have not scored this entire year and they also have turned the ball over and so I want to get my tape so you guys can see what these possessions actually look like thank you producer Kwaku. Check it out here, Malik Monk, having a great year, but this is ISO ball coming, you know, look at the time and score scenario. This was earlier in the season, and that's not gonna get you a great look, especially with LeBron James not able to bend. I like this little curl screen to get AD open, very reminiscent of bubble basketball, that game winner that he had, mm. but this time everyone's standing around and watching. You know, I, I don't think it's a it's necessarily a huge problem, but if they're able to correct mistakes like this, we saw this last night, everyone knows Russ is gonna take the final shot, but what's available here? Look at Melo at the top, he's like, the ball. he's having a great shooting year but instead they're still trying to figure out how to move and how to operate so i'm here nitpicking because i'm in la i love la teams i play for an la team if you see in these scenarios Four missed three-point shots. They didn't even get to the rim. They were not aggressive. One turnover, and that turnover uh, at one point was to 80. I think it was against the Spurs, and it could have been a pass that was good, but like, it's a chemistry issue. If you look at the Lakers, they're doing a lot of great things. They're getting contributions, and if they're able to carry out that execution, they're going to create some separation in the standings.
2: Absolutely. So who are you looking at, Perk, to sort of create that separation?
3: Anthony Davis. And body language tells it all. And right now, I love his body language. Watching him last night, he's embracing the role of playing the center position. And look. When Anthony Davis plays the center position, they're so much better, right? You have him diving to the basket. You have, uh, with him diving to the basket, being that dynamic roller, it opens up shots for Carmelo. This is why Melo is getting wide-open shots. I mean, he hasn't got wide-open shots since Moby Dick was a goldfish. Defensively, Mm. defensively, when you look at what AD is bringing, being able to switch one through five, and then down the stretch last night, rebounding in traffic like man rebounds not little boy <laughs> rebounds going rebounds. And, yes, in traffic and if Anthony Davis keeps this up and keeps embracing the center position he will win defensive player of the year this year
2: so then on the heat side of the ball we saw Jimmy Butler leave the game in the first quarter with an ankle injury he's been ruled out for tonight's game mm. versus the Clippers that's
4: according to our former colleague Chris Haynes so what what do you think you know, I, I actually think that, you know, this matchup was really interesting to me. Jimmy Butler was the piece, and I, by the way, I saw Jimmy Butler in Beverly Hills drinking coffee. I don't think it was his coffee. But <laughs> Not he, Big Face? I don't think it was Big Face. And when I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, we got a great matchup. Shout out to you working the sideline doing your thing again. But I, I think this was a great early test for both teams. The fact that the Heat were able to compete all the way through, you know, down the wire, minus Jimmy Butler, yep. told me a lot. The Lakers finding a way to win, Russ being able to be himself, like you said, Perk. But, like, the only thing I would say, Perk, really quickly, (laughs) Okay. I think LeBron James championship teams always need a really good role player. They got it from Malik Monk. They're getting it from Carmelo. They'll have to keep that same energy to be successful. Well,
2: Perk, Janae, you know some teams that have some great role players? They are all over the West Coast. So let's do a Mm. little West Coast, Best Coast bias. Mm. Let's get that into the show. Don't worry, we're going to go East later on. (laughs) But starting with the Warriors winning their sixth straight game to become the first team to 10 wins, it's the third time in the last seven seasons they're the first to 10. That's despite a career-high 48 points oh, from me. Anthony Edwards today. Bigger story, Edwards 48 or Golden State Oh, this is 10? a tough
4: one. I'm going to go with Edwards just because he's one of those players to watch. Number one pick that keeps delivering, even though, you know, they're sort of on a slide.
2: It was absolutely impressive. He is such a talented young player. The Suns, they also won their sixth straight game last night. Remember, they were blown out by the Blazers early in the season. But last night, they then beat Portland by 10. And that comes on the heels of Phoenix beating the Kings on Monday. Little avenging early losses hey, tour hey, for the Suns. Phoenix is now gone from being 1-3 and three to third in the West. Perk, you like the Suns right now?
3: I do, I do, I do. I love their chemistry. Chris Paul is back, you know, being that floor general. By the way, who was guarding Frank Kaminsky last night? Was it Nurkic? Was it Nurkic? Who was guarding him? Well,
2: then in Denver, there was no Jokic, no Porter Jr., no Murray. But that was no problem for the Nuggets. Will Barton stepped Uh, up with 30 points in their absence, led Denver to a win over the Pacers. That was, remember, Jokic was missing that game uh, because of his suspension. It was the first game he's missed not very much. Vince, Denver's for real? I'm going to say they're for real. Yeah, I, I think they're too. for real. So the West standings are starting to look similar to what we expected before the season with the Warriors leading the way, followed by the Jazz and the Suns. And then the current number four through eight seeds are separated by just one game with the Nuggets, the Mavs, the Mavs, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Grizzlies. They're all in the mix. Okay, it is Clippers. tight. But coming up on NBA Today, the East is electric. What was the biggest statement win from last night? Vincent Perk just can't agree here. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> no. Brian, Horses is here with an update on Zion amidst a 1-11 and 11 start for the Pels. Oof. When will the young superstar return to will play? Will of the And the it. king of dunks, Vince Carter, graces us with his top dunks of the week. Vince takes us to his upper room. That's next. Let's go,
0: Vince! Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team.
3: Live from Los Angeles, welcome back to NBA Today.
0: A few
2: surprises at the top of the East standings. They're led by the Wizards being tied for the East number one seed after beating the Cavs last night behind Kuzma's 22. And he was spectacular. The Wizards had the fourth best defense after being the 20th
0: or worst mm. in the
2: last three years. So, Wendy, is this,
0: is this squad for real? You know, they do a great job of sharing the ball. And Kyle Kuzma was fired up last night because he was getting heckled by some Cavs fans. But winning this game with Bradley Beal not playing well really made a difference.
2: Well, then Kevin Durant made 11 of his 12 shots on the way to his best shooting percentage in any 30-point game of his career. And that's saying something. Yes. With KD having dropped 30 320 different times. So, Perk, which role player needs to step it up for the Nets alongside KD?
3: Lamarcus Aldridge, he's been playing awesome, but he got to continue to help them with Kyrie Irving being out.
2: Well, the Bulls continued their resurgence season with a 10-point win over the Mavs to remain atop the oh! ending. And they did it in style. Look, Look at, at this pass. Look at, that pass. Look at it. Look at it. Oh. Ryan, how should folks reflect on the Lonzo signing now?
0: Well, you should reflect on it poorly if you're a Pelicans fan because you really miss them bad. And these guys are playing terrific defense, too. That's an offensive highlight, but terrific D. The, 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 that finish was beautiful. The
2: Hornets snapped their five-game losing streak with a win over Memphis. Kelly Oubre, Jr. had 37 points, the most by a player off the bench in Hornets history. But no one, no one is more hyped than Eric Collins.
5: Picked up by Plumlee. Here comes Rogier. He's got miles! Ah!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Burke, can you do that for us?
3: No, I can't. But look, after that song, you cannot laugh at nothing else. I mess up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Giannis shook off a tough first half to finish with 15, 15, and 8 to lead the Bucks over the Knicks. New York starters combined for just 32 points on 33% shooting. The Bucks also hit 26 threes, shooting over 50. After the game, Tibbs was asked if his starters had enough time to yell.
4: You know what they say. When it's 10 games, you say you need 20. When you you get to 20, you say 30. When you get to 30, you say 40. And then before you know it, the season's over. So it's a bunch of bullshit.
2: There you go. Uh, the Knicks primary starting lineup has struggled defensively all season, giving up almost 120 points per 100 possessions. That's worst among 39 lineups with at least 50 minutes played. And in typical tips fashion, this lineup leads the league in minutes played. So Washington and Chicago are at the top of the East, just like we all expected. So, Vince, which team had the biggest statement win last night?
5: I think it was the Bulls that had the biggest statement win, playing great basketball. We talked about Lonzo Ball right now is shooting the ball outstanding, and he is getting his guys in to uh, into position to score, making it easy for their score. So right now, the Bulls.
2: Well, an unfortunate note, Vince, on the Bulls, sources are telling ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski that Bulls center Nikola Vucevic has entered the league's health and safety protocols. Vucevic is expected to miss multiple games so that's a little bit tough the impact that that is going to make on the Bulls we shall see perk what Eastern Conference player player do you think made the biggest impact
3: Kelly Oubre he has been playing horrible this entire season but last year I mean last night 37 points in Memphis on the road, and they needed every one of these points. Yep. And I thought this was a good a good thing for him. You could see in the past couple games he was missing shots, he was missing assignments, he was hanging his head. He didn't know where where to fit in, and he signed a you know a nice two year deal, and they expect big things out of him. So him having 37 points last night was huge. Absolutely. Was huge. Yeah.
0: Brian, how about Alex Caruso? Alex Caruso playing big, big, important minutes for the Bulls off the bench. Six steals last night, career high, leading the league in steals per game, coming off the bench. That is a real accomplishment. You know, he talked to J.J. Redick on his podcast this week, said the Lakers offered him less than half as much guaranteed money. As the Bulls did in free agency, Caruso is playing on a mission, and he is playing terrific for the Bulls, who are way better defensively than I thought they would be. And Caruso is one of the big reasons why. Than a
2: lot of people thought they would be. Okay, Kelly Oubre, Alex Caruso, Vince. Who's your player with the biggest impact? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with
5: Lamarcus Aldridge, and I and I th- I say that because when he scores 20 points or, or more, they're three and zero. Well, he scored 20 points or more three times, and I think they need a third score. And right now. He is that guy until or once we find out what they do with uh, Kyrie Irving. So he's coming off the bench playing with 20-plus minutes and delivering a slow start form because he took a year off, and he's come back firing and playing great basketball.
2: Well, and he's also, Brian was talking about a man on a mission with Alex Caruso. Talk about a man on a mission. His story, what LaMarcus Aldridge went through, mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely incredible. He has something to prove. He knows there could be a championship at the end of that very long tunnel, and he is going for it, right? Absolutely. I mean, all right. Coming up, <laughs> let's see who's getting past the velvet ropes. It's tough. Vince Schroeder has a high bar and he will decide who had the dunk.
3: Don't of mess it up, Vince. Week. Coming up next. Chill, bro. Chill.
6: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? too high, you can't!
1: Which, which of your two dunks did you like more?
6: Uh, I like them both. They're both on cats, so...
2: <laughs> the best dunks gotta come on your friends, right? When you get to dunk on cats. You see that photo? After the game, Steph said he's going to text that picture of that poster to Andrew Wiggins right before every game this season so that he can be like, this is how we want you to play. Yes. Just remember this? Remember this aggression? Yes. Got it in you? Yes. Hey. Oh. So oh. I'm hey. Wiggins. I am too. All right. So we just saw some of the best dunks from Wednesday. Pretty impressive stuff, but I, I'm not. The expert. I'm not the gatekeeper on this one. <laughs> I am too short to dunk. So, Vince Carter is the expert, the gatekeeper. And let's get to your very own segment, the upper room. Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown? It's already entered the upper room, Vince. But well, mm-hmm. let's take a look at okay, five guys. dunks from the past week and see okay, who can guys. get past the velvet rope. We're ready. Mm-hmm. First up, Andrew Wiggins, okay, driving baseline on his former teammate. Yeah!
5: And that's and that's that's what it's all about. When you play your former teammates, you like you ready to go up, up in the way. There's a lot of people who can fly, but how many of us can fly high? And right now, <laughs> these are five guys that's flying pretty high. So Andrew Riggins right now has entered himself in a consideration to be in the upper room. All right, let's well, go to the next one. Well, let's
2: see if Lonzo finding yep. Zach Levine and hitting us with something casual, something light work. Let's see if that yeah. can make it into the upper room. Yeah, Malika,
5: you already know. Something casual, something light work. And he makes it look so easy. It's like, mm, okay, I'm going to go this way, throw it in. And see, he was already mad at the referee. You see right there, after the 360, he's looking for the referee. He's like, ah, I just gave you a 6-7. You know, nothing, something light. <laughs> but... <laughs> This is Zach Levine, so he always has a chance to be in the upper room.
2: Always has a chance, but that, that doesn't sound like commitment to me, Vince, so that means we're gonna mm-hmm. roll on. Let's mm-hmm. see Gary Payton the second, mm-hmm. which I like. Oh, yes. Are calling him the mitten, the uh, glove, the mitten? His
3: daddy couldn't mm-hmm. do this.
5: Oh! We call him Gary Payton two, the second. <laughs> Here's the first one right here, boom. And see, there's a reason he scratched his head, because he's like, bruh, did he really try to jump with me? Scratch uh- got your head, like, yeah, I'm I'm confused too, young fella. I the one step.
2: I thought he was scratching his head because he was like, "Did my, did my, did my head just hit the rim on that one? It was so sick. (laughs) I'm just making sure my hair, my, my, everything's still intact."
4: All right, what you (laughs) scratching, Miss?
5: We call it. Hey, nah,
3: that's all. He can't scratch (laughs) that. That's just a rub. Oh, it's a (laughs) nice scrub though. All right, well, Gary
2: Payton. Gary (laughs) Payton was so amazing. Like he was. He's in here twice. He's in here twice. Really oh,
4: nice see him twice. Yeah. He's so nice, him yeah. twice. Mm-hmm. Let's see Go it again. Rotate. Oh, I mm. love this one. Mm.
5: See, that? we call that levitation. <laughs> you like call people. Do, some people levitate. That's levitation. Ooh, here's another view. Look at that. Look how far back
2: it. his arm goes. But this is what you were talking about I'm earlier on it. in our show. Yeah. That sort of... Exactly calculation of you gotta just know how what you're far doing. Now
5: when you Hey, Perk, now when you're gonna jump up there, you gotta know what you're doing. And he got up there, he knew he could hold it back here, Bam,
3: finish it. I'm all sorry, Vince, but I'm not part of the crew. That's what I'm
2: saying. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right, Vince. Yeah, respect. Respect respect. All, all
2: right, let's, let's look We're at one done. last one. Let's look at one last one. Let's what look mean? at Mile Bridges with a big time oop against the Grizzlies. You loving it?
5: So, Miles Bridges, right now, we call that flying high. <laughs> And see, there's a And here's why we call it Fly High. Remember that stretch, Malika, you were just talking about? Mm. That's a talent. That's not luck. That's a talent. if you could if, hey, look at that view right about there. Ooh, go get it. And you know, all year, all all season long, we're gonna see some regulars. You know, you go to the club, you see regulars at the club always in the <laughs> VIP, want to get into the VIP, right? Of course and Miles Bridges one, uh. and, and GP yeah, Two the
3: regulars. Is,
5: are regulars mm. but there's only a one that can always get into the upper room so security guard please open that velvet rope <laughs> for miles bridges <gasps> what? to okay. join what us into the upper room
2: come on so bro. so, so Jalen Brown was already in the upper room he got in he got in Let last me explain week. but but why
5: why I want explain okay so, we looked at what what GP and we looked at what Wiggins did. And yes, Cap moved underway. way, boom, it was nice. But when you look at the angle, and that's why I wanted to show you that angle of him dunking. Not only was it high. Alright, this is like, okay, that looks mortal from, from that angle. Mm, maybe that moved you a little bit from that angle. Look how far out, that was, out, that was by the square. But here's your angle. Look where he catches it from, mm. the stretch back, and then looks back. You have to hold that. That is not easy. That's, that's it's levels to this, perk. It's I, levels to this. It's listen, levels to this, my I, brother. I, and he I, caught it, and he was holding it. And I, one I, thing, you have to focus on catching I, the ball. I, another thing, knowing where the rim I, is. That's me. called right, level.
3: Right, and I, and I get that Vince, but look. I've been on the other end of being dunked on. And you know, okay. with dunks, have meaning. And when I look at it Andrew does. Wiggins, it's a lot of meaning behind it that dunk. A lot of okay, so he dumped on Carl Anthony Towns, a guy, remember, his former team. And we, remember. we out of the way. Okay, but, he, oh, he, but listen. He made that business decision. But, but ah, th- ah, okay, but this, okay. Is, this is the best part Period. about it. Remember, okay. Carl Anthony Towns had a little bit to do with calling the shots of getting Wiggins traded so he could get oh, yeah. his bestie D-Low yeah. up in there. So okay. what I'm saying is the meaning behind it. Plus he so dropped you, 38. So you're
5: talking about get some get back. We're get, talking about some get back. Yeah, that's
3: it. But, but when, you, when, when you come
4: on
5: to the upper room.
4: <laughs> and Vince. Vince. We go into to the upper room. Vince, you also, you also established that bad passes mean better dunks. And so sometimes the more outrageous the pass is, the better dunk because you have to go up in there. And him being yes, free allowed him to nail it versus if defense was yeah. there, you had to like tap it in yeah. or throw it in. Yeah. That's your rule, right, Vince? That's
5: the rule. That's the rule. Like you you, you know, you want you wanna make a, a tough dunk look easy. Mm. And to the to the naked eye, it looked easy. So, but that's why I wanted you to see that camera view. It, it's a lot. It's a lot that goes in this. Perk. A lot that goes I, in this. I'm just saying. Friend. Can right.
3: we? Can we make a lower room? Well. <laughs> <laughs> like make a lower room for those who can't just get up like yeah. that. Make a lower hey, room. And a layer right? And I will give a it you to do. you now. If we, if we were
5: talking about the body bag. He'll Mr. be in the Wiggins body back. It sounds a, like Vince, it, sure it sounds
2: like you're going to buy Andrew Wiggins. You're going to comp him one of his drinks when he shows up at the club. Absolutely. You're just not inviting Absolutely. him into not the yet. upper room. Not it yet. sounds like, alright, we well, before we'll you a drink, but we're just going to say maybe we in the future you, you can come all the way to yeah, the upper room. All come right. back.
5: All right. come back in that VIP line and maybe that rope will open for
2: you. Well, the good news, <laughs> Vince, is that we're going to be doing this a whole lot more mm-hmm. this season, and so there is going to be another chance for Andrew Wiggins, especially if Steph Curry keeps handing him that photo. We're Reminding him that this is what we expect of you for him to enter the upper room. And coming up next, we take a deep dive look at Cade versus Jalen, Volume 1. Maybe they'll be in the upper room in the future. See how they stack up against previous number one and number two picks going head to head. Keep it locked.
1: The start of what could be something special. Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green go toe-to-toe in the NBA for the first time. Green soars to the rim and slams it. He turned and
6: started yelling. Most definitely was talking to Cunningham.
3: Nothing that I heard tonight held any real weight to me. It was just all for cameras. I feel like I was getting fired up, trying to get it done. Final score, Detroit 112, Houston 104. And the first of many meetings
5: between the top two picks in the NBA draft.
3: That's
2: a fun one between mm-hmm. the top two picks in Houston last night. Welcome back to NBA Today in the studio, NBA draft analyst Mike Schmidt. Money Mike.
3: Us now, Money Mike.
2: Mike. No one, no one has covered Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green more than you have. So, what was your takeaway from last night's matchup?
6: Well, first of all, let me say. These guys are not friends. Okay? Like in the off season they're not hanging out. They're not having dinner. They're not facetiming after games. Like they've been rivals since high school. AAU days. So when you see Jalen Green barking at him, like that's deep-seated. That's years of him coming after Cade Cunningham. And Jalen had his moments, okay? 23 points, 20 shots, explosive, made some shots off the dribble. But I thought Cade Cunningham was a huge reason they won the game. And that's what Cade has done his entire life. Four minutes left, big wing three. Bang, next play, steps in, takes a charge on Jalen Green, does those little things, the winning intangibles. Two minutes left, let me get downhill to the rim and finish through Sean Tate when the game is getting tight. Cade has that clutch gene, okay? So he's not going to look as good as Evan Mobley or Scotty Barnes or Jalen Green on social media, Twitter, Instagram. His game is more of a slow burn. And when you're losing by 25 Mm. every game, you don't get to see those big moments, those bright lights moments. But we saw it a little bit last night, and I think Cade is going to be a complete stud in the NBA for a long time.
3: I agree. If you're looking for the electrifying plays for the highlights, then Jalen Green is your guy. If you're looking for winning basketball, Mm. That's Kay Cunningham. And it's, it's just a natural feel, right? As a hooper, as a basketball player, you could tell guys that just has a natural feel for the game. Like Kay taking that charge or being in position for, for a rookie, like some of the, the rotations I was watching him make on the defensive side of things, I was like, that's very impressive. And that's why I think Jalen Green lacks in certain areas is having that natural feel being able to rotate on the fly without being told to and so that's the difference between the two but i think the sky is the limit for both of these guys
1: Hmm.
2: so we're talking about the sky being a limit vince who has the higher upside cade or jalen
5: i mean that's i I think they're both neck and neck right now i i I agree a hundred percent With what Perk said, I think you look at Cade, and he's like, he's cool, calm, and collected like he's been here before. And then you look at Jalen Green, who is just athletic. He has the flash. And like you said, the social media flair and the love. So uh, this can go either way. I I like Cade Cunningham right now. I like him. Mm. I mean, this kid is solid. He's not on a winning team. They're not winning. But you can see he has it.
2: Well, it's never too early, right, to take a look if those were who the top picks were of who the top picks are going to be. So in next year's draft today, Jonathan Gavoni released a new mock draft with the college basketball season getting underway this week. Chet Holmgren and Paolo Bacchero are the top two picks in his mock, and that's followed by Jalen Duren, Jabari Smith, and Jaden Hardy. So I'm so glad, Schmitz, that you are here. Kirk, I'm gonna just bring you this way.
3: You see the dog? Still yeah, got I it, probably. Perk! Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> light. It's, it's, light. Light. it's light. It's light. It's light. <laughs> Let's talk a little
2: bit more about those prospects with Mike and Kendrick. And Mike, you think that Chet Holmgren and Paolo Banchero are a one and a two?
6: Yeah, this is a two-man race right now. I mean, both of these guys are number one caliber prospects. And really, Chet is like if you combine the good parts of Chris Tapp's Porzingis with the best parts of Evan Mobley. Like, Interesting. He's that special of a prospect and highly unique. And we're going to break down his game on the defensive end and on the offensive end. So look at the stance and pick and roll, all right? He understands, keep his head in line with the ball. His teammate gets back cut. Look at the instincts, the length. And then he's not done. He played his high school ball with Jalen Suggs. You can see some of the influence there with the outlet. He's got a tremendous feel for the game. Yes, he's skinny. He is not soft, okay? That's where he's different than Porzingis at the same stage. He will throw his weight around. He's got a little bit of nasty to him that I love. And then offensively, he can really shoot the ball, which is going to force these hard closeouts. Then he can attack that, get downhill. So you're going to see him handling the ball in space, creating for others. He's that unicorn style big. And Banqueiro, Banqueiro is a little bit different in that sense. Paulo is a guy who can really score the ball inside the arc, okay? He can create space. If you put a big on him, he can take you away from the hoop and shoot it off the bounce. If you put a small on him, he can get to that mid-post game, back shoulder fade here. So he's got the body of a young Julius Randle, a young Blake Griffin, but the mid-post game of a Carmelo Anthony, of a Jason Tatum, he's got that type of footwork and touch. And by the way, he is a load in the open court, okay? And it's not just the physicality, it's the vision there, the kick out to the open teammate, doesn't knock it down, but leads to the tip dunk. So he's incredibly polished. He's a guy who's going to be 20-10 and 10 at Duke, but I still give
3: Holmgren a little bit of a higher upside. Perk, what do you think? What translates? Who do you love? Who do you hate? Let's hear Well, I'm going to say this. This is why I call him Money Mike, because he's always on money. And listen, to all the organizations out there, he's taken. He's not available. <laughs> he's married to his he's But i tell you what, look, when you look at these guys, and I and I was talking to you before this, we're not going to mess names up. I'm going to talk about the young man from Duke. I love his versatility. I love the dog that he has in him, this mid-range game. And he's not afraid to get nasty in the paint. When you look at shit from Gonzaga, I love his awareness, the mm-hmm. way he's able to block shots, keep them in play, mm-hmm. and then have vision down court to make the pass. That's huge in the NBA. Scouts look for that. You know that, Mike. Outlet passes, getting out in transition.
2: So, Mike, if Chet and Paolo are just one and two and two and one, and we're flip flopping them back and forth, then who's coming in third for you?
6: For me, it's Jaden Hardy. He's playing with the G League. Now, you're not going to see him you know, on big college basketball games because he's already playing with pros. And yep. to me, he's the best scorer in this draft. Think Bradley Beal with him, okay? 6'4", six, 6'5", six, shoots it from deep, okay? Hang dribble pull-ups, step-backs. He's trained with Damian Lillard. He's trained with James Harden. So he's got that type of shot-make ability. And here, don't you go under these handoffs. That is a no-no, okay? You better switch that or stay attached to him because he is unconscious from three. He's struggling a little bit out of the gates right now, but he's the modern NBA guard, and I think he's got an incredible upside. Absolutely. We've seen
2: guys like Jonathan Kaminga, like Jalen Green, who play for the G League team, this new path that is being forged, and then have success. Mike, thank you so much. I'm sure you're going to be back a whole bunch as the Mm -hmm. season rolls on. Perk, please also do not go anywhere. I, Don't leave
5: us. I'm cool. We're, we're I'm going I, <laughs> I miss you guys,
2: i I miss you guys. We
0: love
3: having you back the Thank yeah. you. But we're going to have to work on these names. <laughs> yeah. Well, saying.
2: here's a look at the, the teams with the best odds to land that number one overall pick. Remember, the teams with the three worst records will each end up having a 14% chance at the top pick. The Rockets, the Magic, the Pistons, and the Thunder are right below that mark in the BP projections while the Pelicans slot in with just over a 10% chance. So now I'd like to bring in Brian Windhorst to discuss the Pelicans. Brian just from looking at their record it feels like this is a team that's either imploding or right on the brink of imploding as we speak what happened after last night's game.
0: Yeah, so Willie Green is a first year of his head coach. He's in his second year with, or the second month as the head coach of the team. He called his team out last night after losing their eighth consecutive game. Uh, This one is at home to the the Thunder. He said, look, you cannot get away with not playing hard. Even though their top two players are out, he challenged his team's effort. And then he said something, Malika, that I thought was really surprising. Hmm. There was five technical fouls called on his team. And he said, you know what? You guys were wrong. You shouldn't have gotten those calls. You haven't earned that respect. I don't very often hear coaches say their players are wrong, arguing with officials, especially to the media, especially when they're in their second month on the job. But the thing about it is is that when I talk to people in New Orleans, they really say Willie Green has got that locker room. Even though they are 1-11, even though they are having extraordinary difficulty, those guys are still bought in. And I think Willie Green, as hard as this can be to say about a guy who's had such a rough start record-wise, he's done a very good job laying a foundation with these guys. Maybe it pays off this season, maybe it pays off in the future, but they are not 1-11 because he is not doing a good job as that is a head coach.
2: Well, and that's the reputation that he has around the league, and that's one of the reasons why he is so well-respected, even if this is just his first year. So over a week ago, Willie Green said that Zion Williamson is progressing. That's the word he used in his recovery from a fractured right foot. But his return to play is still up in the air. So what are you hearing about Zion's return, Brian? So
0: from what I understand, it's good news and bad news. The good news is he is working very hard. He is putting in the sweat equity. He is getting closer, um, but he is still weeks away, Malika. He is going to have more scans next week. The hope is if those scans looked good, he will be able to return to full practice, and when that happens, I still think you're looking at two plus weeks. I think we're headed into December for this. But one piece of good news for the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram, who's been out the last seven games mm. with a hip injury, practiced today, and the hope is that he will be able to play by this weekend. They need him.
2: Brandon Ingram, potentially by this weekend. Yeah. Very interesting, but Zion is still going to need a little bit of time. Brian, Quite a thank bit you of time. so much. Really appreciate that. Coming up, the best bets for tonight's games. Who should you put your money on? Is it Paul George? Is it Scotty Barnes? Is it Donovan Mitchell? Well, we'll let you know. All right, Tyler. Well, we're going to have to see exactly how bet, Perk's bets shake out tomorrow because we're going to hold I'm over count-
3: 500.
4: All right. We're going to hold him yeah. accountable. <laughs> perk's <laughs> winner on his birthday. John's going to be like salt and pepper. <laughs> oh, that's old
3: school 90s. Like, No ah, shit, so shit. <laughs> You know what, Tyler? i got to agree with you on that. Game Lee working the glass and the Takes some And I'm taking Cleveland.
0: throw the bucket, off to Kuzma for three. Yeah. the one yeah. shot. That was
3: the one shot that would hurt you. I'm going with Jalen Green. He said that people were going to pay for not picking him number one. <laughs> Three, soars to
1: the rim, and slams it. Well, I think he most definitely was talking to Cunningham.
2: All right, not bad. Back at the desk with Vince and Perk. All right, we just saw you went 2-1-1 mm-hmm. one, and one on your bets with Tyler last yesterday. So, yeah. Let's let's try to go 3-0 tonight. Why not on some prop bets? Vince, you want to join us? Just do it. Let's do it. All right. First up, the Raptors play the 76ers, and Scotty Barnes has been one of the best rookies thus far. Tonight, Caesars Sportsbook has his points, rebounds, assists at 24.5. 24.5 perk over under.
3: Is that it? This is what I call a dead boat lock. Okay. Dead boat lock. I'm going with the over. He's going with the over. Vince? Mm -hmm. Over. All right. I'm going over. I have two overs. What you going with? Because you either got to get right or get left. (laughs) I'm getting left.
2: Um, I'm going with the over. (laughs) All right. Next, Jazz are taking on the Pacers, and Donovan Mitchell has been hot, 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 shooting the three ball as of late. Vegas has him at 3.5 three-pointers made tonight. Perk, left, right, over, under.
3: I'm going over. All right. Over. The Pacers can't go in a parked car. (laughs) Vince?
5: (laughs) I'm going over as well. He's been playing great
3: basketball. Over, over.
2: And lastly, Clippers taking on the Heat. No Jimmy Butler tonight. And Paul George has been playing some of his best basketball as of late. Caesar Sportsbook has him at 40.5. Perk, over or under?
3: I'm going with the over. MVP, Paul George. Because not only can he get you the points, rebounds, assists, but he might mess around and get you eight or nine steals. I'm going with the over. Vince? Hey, Perk.
5: What you said.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What you said. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just staring at a a piece of paper that just says over, 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 over. But guess what? Our show's not over. We're going to hold him accountable to this. And coming up after the break, we have much more NBA Today. You guys were so agreeable on that. Yeah. Easy Easy. easy. peasy.
4: How about that?